Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, awesomes. Welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets. Joined on this Monday once again, and, and uh, with apologies for last week's absence, I'm joined by my all the time husband, sometimes co-conspirator, A.K.A. Kyle. Pequeño Tostones. There we go. Yes. That's Spanish. I'm not sure what it means, but it feels like it should it work. It means small fried plantains. Small, small man parts? I don't know. I'm not claiming one thing over another. I'm not arguing either. Whatever. Hey. Can yeah. I tell you something? I suppose you will, whether I agree or not. So, Hap- yes. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. It's been a lot of damn years. How many years has it been? We're we're nestled into 24 in terms of legally recognized <laughs> relationship. What are we at? 26 and a half otherwise? Something like that. We're in definitely in that span of time where it's just like two decades and change. And change. Well, 25 is a, what's 25? Is that the silver? You tell me. Anniversary. Oh, now you got to distract the people while I search. Well, I'll say this. As you're listening, it's Monday, June 13th. It is Kyle and I's wedding anniversary, and it is our 24th wedding anniversary. We got married on a blistering hot Saturday in June in Ardmore, my hometown in Oklahoma, at the old First Baptist Church. We directly went to Oklahoma City. And there was a tornado on our wedding night. Now, evidently, that must be a good omen because all these years... I know it was at least an F4, maybe an F5. For those of you who are into the tornado lingo, that means we're not effing around. Yes. Three is like, whatever, that was somebody else's neighborhood. I didn't even bother to go out onto the west side of my house, stick my head between my legs, and kiss my own ass goodbye. Yeah. You need at least an F4 for of that. Course. And that was the level we were at, for sure. Yeah. I did verify. Yeah. As you entertained the people while I Googled, 
the 25th anniversary is the silver anniversary. What did we get to do for our silver? Well, that's a year from now. We got a lot of time to see. You buy me a silver flask and I'll be happy. Or stainless, highly polished stainless steel. Stainless steel silverware. It's silvery. No, flask. Flask. I have. You bought me a flask. I did. Within the last 10 days. I did. I used it. You did. At a wedding. I filled it with something we'll talk about later in the episode. Yes. It's not so, disgusting. No, it was good. It was good. And you, and you were happy to have it, although you wished it held more volume, I think. I, I wished, like, the, the, width and, the width and girth of it are wonderful. Yeah. If it had been, like, 10 inches taller, I, I could have fit enough booze into it to do some real damage. I could have been the hit of the party. Yes. In my own mind. Yeah, of course. Well, let's talk about some things to, that we've been interested in, in terms of that the watching. Was, that was something I was interested in, just for the record, but yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Feel free to crap on me and segue into what you want to talk about. Uh, I'm used to it. No crapping was involved. I bought that for you, yeah. Ding Dong. And you crapped on it. I no, had to wash gross. it before I could use it. I know, it is disgusting. gross. Why'd you do that? Watching, reading, listening. Good Lord, Janice. Lifestyling. Why'd you do that? Okay, that's a great segue, because we got about... 15 minutes into this first thing I want to talk about for watching. And I, I, I picked this movie and I regretted my decision early on, Yeah, but you had that sunk cost syndrome. I did. We were like, all right, well, I guess we have to finish it now. It took another, what, two hours to finish it. It was the eternal. It was, uh, it was a way over two hours. It was closer to three hours. So, so you may have heard of the cinematic movie, the North man, Northman, as most people would say, but Northman, if you want to emphasize both syllables and yeah. a compound word. This is a movie that came out just this very year in 2022. Alexander... Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård. How do you know him? Well, I know him from playing the iconic character of Eric Northman on the HBO series True Blood. Which was a better role than this one. Yeah, this was actually... Partly, this movie was partly his fault, his dream and his fault. He wanted to create a movie that celebrated and honored his literal Viking heritage. Yeah. I feel like like all the Vikings in Valhalla are disappointed with his effort. So it's directed by Robert Eggers. They're welcoming him him in. To Valhalla. But only so that he can be the butt of all their jokes. Yes. It's not a warm welcome. This movie, also starring Nicole Kidman, by the way. Um, Who did a great job. Yeah, she's a brilliant actress, honestly. I, this one, I she was disagree. particularly unhinged, I feel like. Yeah, so, I maybe typecasting, I don't know. Um, Robert Eggers directed this. He's known for directing some other horror, spooky films. Or horror. Horror. It also stored, I find it interesting stored. that you say horror. I cannot stop saying horror. Everybody makes fun of me. I don't know what to do. I I'm guess not I'll criticizing just throw it. myself off a roof of I over f- it. I find it interesting. Um, if you are going to go the roof-throwing route, yeah. I would aim for some only mildly hard shrubberies to land in. <laughs> Shut up. What? This also starred Anya Taylor-Joy, who we knew and loved from The Queen's Gambit. Yes, Yes. So there were some notable acting performances in this, but I'm going to tell you guys, this was two and a half hours plus of blood, violence, and dismal bleakness. May I, may I tell you? <laughs> Please do. I'm a huge fan of violence. <laughs> in movies. In movies. Um, I like 
I like good violence. This wasn't good violence. It was, I, to put it in redneck terms, I felt like it was piss poor. Yeah, this was not a good movie. I no. was going to try, I was thinking about how to talk about The Northman, and I was like, I was going to say, this was a decent movie, but the more I think about it, I'm like, no, I didn't. No. I mean, I will say this. If you can take a step back and appreciate the filmmaking, the like the attention to detail of the of the setting, the scenery, the the um, what's it called, the like je ne sais quoi, the yes, <laughs> the set pieces, like you, it was very immersive in the okay. fact that I felt like, oh my gosh, this is this is evocative of what the late first millennia. Would look like the okay. late is like in the eight Minus late eight hundreds to the nine hundreds. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it was very immersive in that sense. I do appreciate the filmmaking of it, but in terms of the storytelling and like how it made me feel as a human, yeah, it was very bleak, and I regret watching it. it was that's three hours of my life I'll never get back. From a from a literary perspective, anybody who's spent some time in that realm would recognize that there are only so many plot lines, right? Yeah. They're they're recycled. It's this oh. thing, that thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This, it's like they borrowed the worst part of two to three different plot lines and mashed it together. To I will me, say this. To me. Okay. Your Honor. That's fine. That's my opinion. Thank you, Counsel, for your interjection. Here, listen to me. No, I can't. When I have completely blacked out now and I hear nothing. When I get bored with a movie or TV show, you know what I do. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're like, you keep watching it. Tell me if I miss something. I have to busy myself with something. So I do I leap off the roof into the the wrong shrubberies. I busy myself on IMDb and read all the backstory and look at the cast and all of those types of things. And so what I discovered is that the story of the Northman or Northman, however you want to say it, the Nordic myth and story behind it was it's in fact thing. it's a thing. It's the story that inspired Shakespeare to write. Hamlet or Hamlet. Hamlet is the most famous play, which you revealed to me in a in a mm-hmm. stunning revelation that was like a knife to my gut that you've never yeah. read Hamlet. Except that and you don't even know how the story goes. In the same moment, confirmed you've never read Robinson Crusoe or a myriad of that? a myriad of other. If you have read end Hamlet, of end of story. Then Segway new segment. Hold it close to your heart. The fact that nobody heard that part. You're cultured and Kyle is not cultured. <laughs> you know what else is cultured? <laughs> yogurt. <laughs> yogurt. If you like yogurt, I'm sorry for you. It's disgusting. As is your opinion about this <laughs> as we speak. Okay. So we got Peacock Plus mm, to watch we, the North didn't Man. We just. You had a later entanglement. I I was ready to wash my hands of Peacock Plus after oh, we watched The Northman. As was I, and yet who canceled it? No one. <laughs> yeah. That's how they get I you. went high-pitched voice on it. No one. You, even though a brand new season, in fact, the last season of Peaky Blinders is out on Netflix, you have this bizarre compulsion. Oh, I, I enjoy. There's no compulsion. I enjoy. To be a completist. In this instance, yes. Okay. There's sometimes no. Sometimes it's a a ugly physical duty. Yeah. To be a completist. A duty. Yes. Well, yeah. Duty spelled D-U-T-Y or D-O-O-T-Y or D-O-O-D-I-E or D-Y. All the different spellings for duty. Yeah. Not to insult one of your dear friends whose last name is Duty, but it's spelled 
it's felt like the honorable thing to like, do. Yeah, it's like it's it's a job you take pride in. It's my duty to do this. And you take pride in finishing The Guardian. I do. I really enjoy A show that's older than our daughter. I know. I know. I have no guilt or qualms about that. I didn't see it in the moment. I only recently was exposed yes. to it. And I've really been enjoying not so much the show as the ways that it makes me think and consider things. Exactly the opposite experience from watching The Northman. Indeed, which makes you just want to put an ice pick in your brain. Yes. Maybe not that. Well, it's Viking, so that feels pretty on par. If you won't, someone else will. Exactly, exactly. But you have been enjoying The Guardian. Okay, wait. Now we got to go back because I remembered a thing I wanted to point out that you pointed out as we watched it. So, So what was the female lead's name again? I mean, like her real name? Yeah, the actress's Nicole name. Nicole Kidman? No, no, no. The, Anya Taylor-Joy? That one, yes. Her. You pointed out, so she, with Skarsgård, yeah. that is in the movie, they are love interests, and oh, yet yeah. in real life, he is old enough to be her grandfather. <laughs> no father. No. Just father. The grandfather, How old is he? He's not that much older than us. Calm down. He's in his 50s. Alexander Skarsgård is, in fact, 45. He's my age. You're kidding. He I'm looks, not kidding you. He looks a decade older than he is. But well, even still, even still, in a, redneck culture, he's old enough to be her grandfather. He's a Leo like you. Wait, no, wait. 25th, August 25th. Does that go into the into Virgo territory? I don't territory? know, but I don't feel like <clears throat> he's a Leo. I do feel like he is 45, but he is old enough to be her father, and they are definitely lovers in this movie. I'm going to say grandfather, and I make no apologies. That's... You didn't grow up where I did. That's true. I was going to say, that's understandable, considering your background. Okay, anyway, so to The Guardian. Mm -hmm. And 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 Peacock Plus. Peacock Plus. So you went to watch it. I know, I know. I have been watching The Guardian on Hulu. That's where it is. Last night, I knew that I, I knew that I had pushed in prior nights into the beginnings of season three. There's only three seasons, but they are 20-plus episodes a season. So in modern-day experience, it's a six-season equivalency, right? Yes. You, you agree with that? I absolutely okay. agree. Well, I go... To fire it up, I knew I was tired. I knew I wasn't going to make it. I wasn't going to make it long, but I just wanted. I just wanted to get a little bit, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not in my currently watching, currently viewing, previously viewed, currently watching, whatever the titles are of that. It's not there, and I had a real WTF moment. <laughs> Did you sit up in bed and like go WTF? I did actually. In fact, it showed up above my head in a cartoon bubble. <laughs> That's how legit my my initial protest was. Okay, I can't see it, and I'm not about to just randomly scroll scroll through stuff to find it. So I go to search Hulu, and every I even I even okay. Here's a humbling moment. I had to Google how to spell Guardian. <laughs> it's a it's a challenging word. Okay? It's not G-A-R-D-Y-N or D-I-A-N. I mean, English is hard. Look, English is difficult as a language to learn and especially to spell. Here, at this point, here's the only value of Google in my life is that I can type in (laughs) G-A-R-D-I-N and it shows me the results for what it knows I meant to type. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, then yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, "Okay, it's G U A R D." Of course, I knew that. I was testing you, Google. 
you passed, but barely. You're the idiot. I said idiot. Didiot. Didiot. <laughs> okay. Plainly, the idiot is either the... I'm a idiot or I'm good drunk. I don't know. Maybe both. It's the smash up of ding dong and idiot. I like Thank to call you. people ding dongs. Thank you. You're I knew I needed a, a mash up, smash up. Yeah. I knew I needed an upward trajectory. Yes. Okay. A portmanteau, if you will. Well, there you go. I search it. The only thing that comes up is like Guardian of the Galaxies. And you're like, damn it, no. Yeah, it's like, that's. Get no. me out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Listen, listen here, fellas. That's not what I'm looking for. Fellas, ladies, whoever you are on the other side of this electronic machine. That's not what I was looking for. So then I go back to the Roku main menu and I search it. And it says that Peacock Plus, where the plus comes from, I don't know. It should be Peacock Minus. <laughs> Good. Yeah, that's a that's sick right. burn on them. Sick burn, <laughs> bastards. They said they had it. Now, I knew... I knew. We had this weird thing where all of the pay channels, or pay uh, services, rather, the the pay services, they're like, oh, well, if you give us money, we'll maybe not give you advertisements. <laughs> Thank you, good. I like the pronunciation on that. I went British with it. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, whatever, okay, I just need to, I'm invested, I'm enjoying this series, and I need to see the end of I it. I need it! So I loaded up through Peacock Minus, and right out of the gate, there's 60 seconds of commercials. Now, I'm not fully paying attention. I'm piddling around on my phone. I'm doing things. But then there's an ad for something that was jarring to me. One, because I wasn't expecting ads. Two, because I thought it was idiotic. It was a mass angle ad. <laughs> it, it was the equivalency of that, yes. Have you ever had that? Not so fresh feeling, and I'm like, sweet Jesus, every moment of the day, um, tell me more. But then they didn't, they were left me unfulfilled, and I continued to feel not so fresh. I'm like, what the hell is this? But then it gets past, of course, I can't skip it, it gets past it. I make it through the previously ons, yeah, because that's part of all the things, right? Of course, yeah, and then it starts a new commercial thing, and it tells you on the screen. Strap your seatbelt on. We got five commercials coming. I, I literally lost my shit in that moment. Your whole entire mind left your body completely. It's true. It's true. It began orbiting the earth. It left my body. It kicked my body's ass while I was laying there. <laughs> like, why are you watching this, you stupid idiot? You paid for no commercials. You idiot. What are you doing, idiot? Damn no. It was, that, was the, that was the most recent irrelevant damn no moment you've had, right? It was pretty visceral. <laughs> it was pretty visceral. It had to be an enunciated... I mean, the, the stupid, the, the Northman, there were silent damn no moments with that. But this one erupted from me. I couldn't hold it hey, in. And bear in mind, when we watched The Northman on, on Peacock Plus, there were no ads. Not the beginning, not the middle, not it's, the end. No true. ads. It's true. I thought I had signed us up for the new ad version. Well, we Truly. certainly paid the money, which yeah. should require no ads. Yeah. Or, or something. Deserve no ads. Whatever word. Yeah. Whatever adjective or adverb you want to insert there. Ad-free. Oh, I was furious. And so I turned it off. It just was like, I'd rather not watch The Guardian. 
than you, watch like, commercials. We're laying there in the dark with like tears streaming down your face. You know, when angry tears. When you're like looking at the ceiling and the tears like come out of your eye and go down your face mm-hmm. to your, to mm-hmm. your hairline. They get in your ears. You yeah. get an ear infection. Yeah. Swimmer's ear from crying. Yep. It's a brutal moment. Okay. Then what happened? When I exited out, it went back to the search screen, which said it's also available on Prime. Which we pay for yearly. We pay for, I hate Prime. It's literally the worst interface that was ever created. It's like they hired two stupid people and told them you can only ever agree on something you disagree on. Yeah. And that's the, that is the uner, uner, uner interface, user interface. I got a little jumbled. User interface. I'm quite frustrated. You left language altogether. I'm... I'm quite upset about this. Yeah. So I watched it on the worst user interface ever just to be away from the commercials. And it took three episodes of watching last night before they finally, as a new episode started, gave me the opportunity to skip the intro. <laughs> you hate an intro. I hate an intro. What do you hate more, commercials or an intro? Commercials. Yeah. Definitely is number one. But intros are An like unskippable intro they are their not acceptable step sibling that uses drugs and steals the silver from the family's house to buy more of them okay that happens in real life does it i'm pretty sure does anyone have real silver in their homes anymore only the wealthy only in the instance that they have a drug riddled family member that might steal it to buy more drugs okay that's a real i'm not making fun of it that's a real life thing that happens yeah that was a lot of I had, angst and anger i had deep feels but you did get to eventually find the guardian and watch it ad free watch it ad free with a user interface or a, a uner interface whatever that <laughs> was not enjoyable it was not overall an enjoyable experience. The point I've been trying to get back to is, have you determined in your heart of hearts, have you set your face like Flint and decided you're not going to watch the last season of Peaky Blinders until no. you've completed oh, The Guardian? Yes. Yeah. Ish. Yes. Okay. Most likely. All right. Because I, I quite enjoy The Guardian. Here's, here's the thing, and I think it's especially valuable watching it today rather than when it was current, which was before several of our children were born, is that... Man, they they had no qualms about grittiness before gritty was cool. Yeah. That you'll be watching along feeling very procedural about things in a show and then somebody one of the semi mains gets murdered in a very heinous way yeah. or something and you're like, "Woo." And then you you have to watch three more episodes. You can't even go to sleep if you wanted to. That's true. I've I've enjoyed it. It's quality <clears throat> programming. I found some quality programming after you went to sleep one night. Yeah, you did. I, for the first time in my life, I'm not sleeping great. I mm-hmm. shouldn't say first time in my life. I mean, like there's been seasons in my life where I don't sleep great. And yeah, I am in one. from 17 years ago until maybe two weeks ago, and then you slept good for a few nights, and now you don't? No, to be fair, like... Children are invaders. Oh, the children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They are definitely sleep invaders, for sure. But apart from children problems... Which we have plenty of. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, aside, truly, if you take kids out of the equation, I've always, and you've known me since I was literally a teenager, I'm the kind of person that can lay my head down on the pillow and I'm asleep pretty fast. Or I can be in a movie theater trying to watch a movie right, and I, I was sleep pretty fast. I was going to say, honestly, your sleep comes on <laughs> most most empowered and most strongly when you're not supposed to be sleeping. Exactly. So you can imagine my great, great duress in the fact that Lately, I've had a hard time falling asleep. I don't know. It's, a, it's another podcast for another day. But 
after you've gone to sleep a few nights. Welcome to the Not Sleeping Podcast. <laughs> I actually, in my late night, you know when it's late at night and you're like thinking through things and you think, oh my gosh, I yeah, can do like, that. Like every night. Yeah. <laughs> you come I up with ideas yeah. and then the next day you're like, oh shit, I'm never going to do that. Yeah. That was that was a idiot of me. Yeah. Or I, yeah, whatever I was thinking just then was addled and wrong. Yes. I feel dumber for having thought it. <laughs> okay. Well, when I can't go to sleep at night, sometimes I am like, maybe I should start an ASMR channel. <laughs> because yeah. ASMR wouldn't be one of the few things that can help me go to sleep. Okay. I prefer to call it something else. And you call it? Asmer. Asmer, yes. I feel like it's important to inappropriately pronounce yeah. initials. Okay. Getting back to this, there's a Netflix series. You just brushed that off like, okay, you're done being an idiot. Now, back to the message. Idiot. Idiot. Back to the message. Uh, Netflix, there's a British Netflix show called Sex Education. Mm-hmm. And I wrote it. I've heard of this before. I've heard many people raving yeah. about it. I didn't know what it was about because, as, well, no. Let's be honest. Well, it's about sex education. It's about sex education. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. It's not a big stretch That here. mystery is quickly <laughs> solved. Oddly, it was about the creation of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> um. <clears throat> It's British. I've mentioned before many times on Sort of Awesome that I have a phenomenon that I coined the term hillbilly ears, mm-hmm. where I can't understand what British and non-American English dialect English speakers are saying sometimes. But when you go to sleep, sometimes a little snoring happens. Listen, every time I go to sleep, snoring happens. It's so true. no shame, no whatever. No I, guilt. I snore. I'm not I, proud of that. That's fine. I turn on the captions on the TV. You hate captions. I love a caption. I hate captions. I hate captions more than I hate Peacock Minus. <gasps> Are you serious? Yep. Do, which do you hate more, captions or commercials? It's a battle. It's like, that's like literally the rock and a hard place that you might find yourself trapped between. Yeah. I hate them both. Okay. Well. If I had to watch captioned commercials, I would end my life. Okay. You'd leave the planet immediately. Yes. I enjoy captions. And so you go to sleep. I put on sex education with the captions. Do you remember a show called X-Files and Agent Scully being played by Gillian Anderson? Of course I do. Although Mulder was my favorite. Call me me a misogynist, whatever. I don't care. Call you something else I like I like that man. He's a good actor. Well, good. David Duchovny is his name, not that you remembered or cared. I don't care. (laughs) He's not good enough to remember his name. I just enjoy him. Gillian Anderson is uh, in sex education. She plays the role of a sex therapist. And she's very proud of and totally comfortable with her profession. But she has a son who's a high school boy. Mm. And he has, in the beginning of the series... Some Which is great... weird because she's like, what, 72 now? Shut up. She's not that old. And she... 71. Her son has some deep, deep, deep insecurities about the fact that his mom's a sex therapist. But yeah. then it turns out all of this sex-positive talk she's been... He's been sort of absorbing through the years because of his mom's job. It really comes in handy in the high school setting. Yeah, it does. He gets laid every weekend. He doesn't, but he helps people with their sexual he helps problems. helps people get laid. Kind of, yes. Well, that feels like a... <clears throat> Terrible. I'd never want my child to be friends with this boy. Okay, I would say this show is completely inappropriate for teens and under. It's very graphic, but also very hilarious. What's the minimum age of appropriateness? 18. Well, that's still a teen. Okay. You said not appropriate for teens. Teens and under is usually 17 and under. Oh, that'd be 
NC-17. There's a whole category what? of it within the movie realm. Just okay. saying. Anyway, sex education on Netflix, if you Listen, are okay with here's the very explicit thing. but hilarious, before but also informative. Before 25 or marriage, no one should have sex. I'm just putting that out there. That no. comes straight from the Protestant faiths. <laughs> <laughs> There's more faiths than that that teach that. Okay. Okay. Well, yes, but they're the loudest. Okay. Now the Protestants are going to get mad and stuff listening. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Is it? Isn't it? Listen, if you're a Protestant and you hate me, it probably makes you a better Protestant. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right. So, wait, I got to min- make mention of reading real fast. Watch, okay. read, listen, lifestyle. You read a book about mm-hmm. sex? Why are you so fixated on sex this episode, and quite frankly, most of your life? Are you dirty? <laughs> I don't know how to respond to any of this. I tried to tell you a fascinating you a show. Sex idiot. Yeah, I am. As a matter of fact, um, that's why I like the show. Sex education. I'm like every episode. I'm taking notes. What, over here. So you. You kind of skirted around. Like, what was something? What's something from the episodes you've watched so far that, oh my gosh. that you no. liked? It is way nope. too explicit. You gotta. It's very explicit. You gotta name something. Jeez. You can't. Um, in the in terms of the eighties, you don't get to write a check that your body can't cash. <laughs> what, what do you got? Come on. Come on, lady. Oh my wow, you even snorted. That's yeah. big time. Okay. One thing, one thing. What's just topically? You don't have to get nitty gritty with it. What's one thing topically that you're like, oh, tell okay. me more? God, Jesus, I cannot look at you when you I doubled up. <laughs> you, you did God and Jesus in one profane statement. That's okay, I'm going to edit that out. Don't worry. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to keep talking so there's no clean break. In the pilot of the show. You paused so that you could edit. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> you're, you're an ass. In the pilot of the show, oh my gosh, there is a um, senior in high school who is the son of the headmaster of the school. Okay. That's the setting for this. And though Always he, the deviant. Though he is wildly popular and has this... I can't huge believe wiener, I'm saying, huge yes, wiener. That's literally the He's plot point. He's known for his wiener. Yes. This is amazing. How did I guess this? That's, I could have written this show. That's the main I'm plot not even point. British. I'm glad you said it because I don't have to. Okay. He has a reputation. Okay? He's known for his manhood. I'm putting a big E on this episode. That's okay, fine. that's fine. I should have known better than there'll to bring be more listeners than normal because everybody likes a, this. a big E. Though he has a reputation for his. Endowment. Yes. An endowment fund. And he's dating like one of the most popular girls in school. And she's very sex forward and very sex Mm -hmm. enthusiastic. He has a problem where he cannot climax. Oh, boy. Isn't that just the case? Here you are with your special purpose. Yep. Wow. (laughs) And so our our protagonist, the one whose mom is the sex therapist. He has a small wiener. No, he... uh, And... Can't stop. No, stop. That's not, no, that's not part part of it. And they he, join forces, and they are the Batman and Robin of no, the sex world. No, that's how it should have been written. No, he has an inadvertent conversation with this really popular guy with the special purpose, yes. and kind of helps him to understand and truly 
that even for young men who are like 17 years old, that the mental component of sex is really important. And you have to deal with the mental component and the things that are like the mental blocks in your life to be able to fully enjoy a sexual experience. I couldn't, I can get on board with that. Yeah. Though I'm neither gifted nor cheated. (laughs) I'm what some folks might call average. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like little, and it's, of course this is all told through the conversation and vernacular of teens. So it's not impressive, but he tries hard. No, listen, it's not as clinical as what I, it's not as clinical as what I made it sound like. It's just, it's a very charming show, but I'm just, I need everyone to really like, let's sit down and let's look across the table at each other. Like I make eye contact. I need Mm -hmm. you to understand the show is very explicit. Okay. If you are not able to, or just are turned off by that type of show, do not watch this. However, if you're open to it and you like a charming plot line and you're open for learning some interesting things and Jillian Anderson is an absolute revelation in the role as the sex therapist, go for it. Give it a try. There's there's three seasons. I just now started the first season. So see what happens. So you can't, in that vein of thought, nobody can judge you for what happens beyond what you've seen. Mm-hmm. I think that's valuable. Mm-hmm. All we can all we can ever advocate is what we've experienced. Right. Don't go binge it and see something that we haven't seen yet. To well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm only a few episodes in, so if something terrible happens later okay. in the series, I'm sorry, I did not know. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Apologies in advance. Or just, everybody, let's calm down. Yeah. Now, reading-wise, I've discovered a new genre... Thanks to the wonderful ladies at the Currently Reading Podcast. I did not know this genre existed, but I was like, oh mm. my gosh. I may know. This was I'm created for me. I hear what you say. It's called Cozy Fantasy. Cozy Fantasy. So traditionally, the fantasy genre is going to, of course, have fantasy elements. There's going to be like monsters. There's going to be supernatural creatures. There's going to be okay. ogres and gnomes and mm. hobbits. and a good ogre. You know, witches and those types of things. I love all the ogres. (laughs) Okay, good. You're you're very ogre positive. (laughs) I am am a an ogre affirmationist. (laughs) Okay, good. Um, But generally speaking, conventionally speaking, do you ever feel the need to say ogre instead of ogre? (laughs) Never, because it's spelled ogre. 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 Okay. It's. I'm sure ogres originated in France. Mm Okay, I think think I'm done. Okay, (laughs) good. I'm not promising I won't interject more interruptions. Well, the thing that is conventionally true about the fantasy genre, okay, is that there's like really high stakes adventure, right? So think about the Lord of the Rings, right? Think Mm -hmm. about the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Think about the Harry Potter series. Like there's adventure, there's like, there's, there's a wardrobe. There's a wardrobe, there's killing, there's maiming, there's a chosen one, somebody has to die. Like... You do you understand? You understand what I'm saying? Like it's it's high so. intensity adventure usually goes hand in hand with the fantasy genre. It's true. So, or genre, yeah, genre ogre. The cozy fantasy genre takes the setting, the characters, the the make believe, the fantasy of it all. But it's cozy. There's no no high stakes adventure. There's, There's no, no epic. bad guy. There's no. There's if there is a bad guy, it's very low key part of the plot. There's not near death. There's only suggestion of yes of a splinter in the finger. Thank you. Okay. 
Okay, I'm yes. on board now. I get where you are. Now, I cannot fully reveal the book that has transported me into this genre because... Did you say transported? Transported okay. me into this genre. I didn't know if you were transhoring or what was happening. Not yet. Um, I'm eager to know when you begin. I'm okay. here to participate. Okay, gosh. Um, I cannot reveal the book that has led me into it because that is an upcoming Awesome of the Week on Sword of okay. Awesome. But I will say... There are many books in this genre I didn't know existed. I'm so happy that it does. Okay. Thank you. Well, Bye-bye. this isn't where I thought you were going. Okay. Um, I, have a, I have a very weird relationship with, I guess it's called Meta now. Mm-hmm. It used to be the Facebook. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, the guy would call it Meta, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm a member of all of your groups. I don't know why, but I am. Mm-hmm. My... When I log in, like I immediately would go to the the notifications, the places where I'm tagged yes. or warned or whatever. Yeah. But when I first open it, it sh- it shows things from all the groups. Yeah. And randomly, I'll I'll catch a glimpse of a thing. I don't spend a lot of time there because of reasons. Mm-hmm. I feel like a I feel like an intruder. In the world. I don't, again, I don't know why I'm a member of these things. You did that. That's your fault, not mine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, somebody had mentioned... So there, there, was a, there was a meme that somebody had shared for... Damn it, now I'm not going to be able to remember the exact nomenclature of this. It was... Uh, why, am, why am I brain blanking here? I have no Maybe idea. Because t- of embarrassment. I don't know. No, it was a uh, no, closed door. Oh, yeah. Romance novel. Of course, yeah. I'd never heard of such a thing. And the meme was something to the effect of, uh, it was Milton from Office Space, and it was, I was told there would be sex here, or something like that. And so that's the path I thought you were going with this, that there was going to be, like, secret surprising sexual things. Because you are on a, on a, on a sexual trend, if you will, in this episode. And quite honestly, in a lot of your life, I wouldn't tell. I... Don't read. You have five kids. Uh, yes, I'm just saying. I don't really read close door romance because I okay. was told there would be. Because sex. you're here for. So <laughs> yeah, I'm here for the action that hopefully is both hot and merging. Yes, exactly. Yes, you're okay. blushing. You're blushing. I am. Okay, listening wise, a couple of songs. I'm going to let you talk about these because I need a break. Honestly, okay. well, I've been talking a lot. Have you? Haven't I? I don't know. I feel pretty. Tell the people about these songs. Talk dominant. Um, the rodeo song. The rodeo song. Now, this is inappropriate. Heavily so. Most of this episode and all of our recommendations apparently are. Only ever listen to this song in front of your children unless you're encouraging things that probably children shouldn't be encouraged towards. Which is to say, Um, don't do it. The rodeo song by Gary Lee and Showdown, except that you could probably just search for the rodeo song. This is, if you think back into an older genre of how music worked. If you think back to the jazz age. Yeah. When there was a, a mainstay, a staple, a, a big song. Yeah. Everybody sang it. Of course. And they put their own spin on it. Yeah. Different than modern day music where everybody's got their recipe for hot for a minute, whatever. Sure. Right? So, yeah, you think through... Now, again, once again, I'm drawing a blank, people, and I apologize because I'm a idiot jackass. Um, idiot is the word you're looking I'm for. A okay. Idiot ass. Just come back into this realm right here. Okay, well, so the rodeo song is sung by many different artists. Okay, yes. 
it's not unique. I don't know that Gary Lee and Showdown wrote it, but they did perform it, and that is one of my more enjoyed performances of the song. It's filthy. Um, it's 40 below. I don't give an F. Got a heater in my truck, and I'm off to the rodeo. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's a fascinating song. It's a grown-up song for fun and yeah. good times. It's good. You'll find yourself singing along and quite enjoying the opportunity to use profanity as you do so. I'm glad that we're putting an E on this episode. <laughs> it should be. It should be. <laughs> what else you got? Well, when you search for that, if you happen to be searching for that on Spotify, um, you'll be treated to innumerable songs that have nothing to do with that specific song other than just kind of like one of those internet instances of people who like this also liked and they'll introduce you to i-95 and then in parentheses the asshole song yep by the hit company which i've never heard of either one of the prolific lines it only takes a, a few seconds into the song to hear were you born an asshole, or did you work at it your whole life? <laughs> You're like, did I write this song? I was like, this is my interaction with humanity. Yes. It's a beautiful song. Well-written, well-performed, and I hope everyone enjoys it in the absence of their children. Yeah. They may actually wish to sing it to their children at times. Oh, man. <laughs> they ever. It's a solid song. Yes. Okay. Those, were, those would be my two listens. I listened to a lot more this week, but those are the two that seem quote-unquote special okay i can dig it i absolutely can i've been listening to a lot of harry styles harry's house i enjoy the new album the house of harry i enjoy it it's good it's good music and rebecca got me into it and i'm into it so can i commentate on harry styles gosh i guess so it's not offensive it's not i don't think it's offensive okay it's not intended to be offensive um i'm not what you might call a harry styles fan Mm. in fact i'm not even a harry styles familiar and if you're a fan of vampire <laughs> yep, werewolf exactly, lore, you yes. you would know familiar means a thing. Yeah. Anyway, now I just I've never had occasion to to really experience him. And uh, lately, as I've driven in my vehicle and listened to suggested rather than planned and, and made uh, by me playlists, I've listened to suggested things. Yeah. And a song came on. I didn't know until I bothered to check that it was Harry Styles. <gasps> It was it was quite an enjoyable song. Oh, no. I don't know if this is true of freaking out right now. You didn't okay. tell Just me about this. Calm down. Okay. Put your put your bra back on. <laughs> okay. Uh, which I feel like should be a t-shirt. Calm down. Put your bra back on. Um, I don't know if all of his music is true to this or not because I've not listened to anything else, but at least this song felt like he'd really been deeply influenced by stuff from the Mid to late 70s, possibly early 80s. It was a very unique, and I could see from that perspective, because that's an era of music I enjoy, I could see how, oh, well, here's a reason why people like him. Because I'm, this may come as a surprise, I'm not sexually stimulated by him. No. So that's a a whole other thing in and of itself. I mean, I think that... I, I don't have the same level of feeling for Harry Styles as a human that Rebecca does. Yeah, yeah. But... And I and so I've been sort of indifferent about his music, but I will say this album, Harry's House, like I'm super into it. I genuinely appreciate the music apart from him being a thing that mm-hmm. inspires 
big feelings in other people. Yeah, penny like, throwing and yes. put them back in the bra and all those things. Exactly. Do you Which is to- fine. I have no judgment against right. any of that. Yeah. Whatever whatever it is that causes you to throw undergarments on a stage, yeah. lean hard into that. That's good stuff. Do you happen to remember the song? No, I don't. Not. I don't. Of course not. Goodbye. Okay. okay. Well, cancel yourself. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We could have canceled our Sam's membership, except we just Mm, renewed it. Except we just keep letting them update it. Here's my new card info. You and I are longtime Sam's members. We've been members at Sam's... As oh. long as we've been married. You, you even listen, longer. I was going to say, you became a member. Yeah, I married into the Sam's family. Sam's Club because I was yeah. from damn near childhood. Yeah. Somehow, the, way back in the day, way back in the day, we're talking like late 80s, early 90s. Membership wasn't just given out willy-nilly or who has a few extra bucks. You had to be part of some type of classification that allowed you in. Is that right? My mom and dad got membership because of who my dad worked for. Don't you know who my father is? Yes, exactly. Are you Draco Malfoy? Do you even know who I am? Um, and, and then by extension, it's almost like, uh, what's, the, what's the, the military insurance company? Uh, Come on. No, it's like an AA. Oh, USAA. USAA. I knew there were two A's somewhere in there. Like, yeah, you. They maybe they're great, maybe they're not. They feel exclusive because either you've been in the military or one of your family members have, and that's yeah. the only access you've got. That's how Sam's was way back in the day. Yeah. And before I had graduated high school, I had a membership there of affiliation through a thing and all of that, and I had that, and I dare not let go of it because it was so exclusive back then. Yes. So you, you and I. When we entered into our marital bonds, bondage, marital bondage, um, you were welcomed into the Sam's family. Now we can't get away. We can't get away now. They try to leave. They keep pulling you back in. Yeah. Um, We've been having an extramarital affair. With Sam. No, with Costco. Oh, well. You yourself are like, forget Sam's. Yeah. I love Costco now. Yep, it's true. We've Everything's been, better there. Oh, the food is better. The floor's cleaner. The floor is sometimes literally cleaner. That's not a metaphor. <laughs> in a warehouse store, I need to lay down on the floor and throw a fit. And I feel far cleaner when I'm done at Costco than yep. I do at Sam's. So I don't know why I put that in the notes other than we just have been really converted over to the Costco we really lifestyle. Have. 
Okay. Hey, recently, a couple of weeks, except that's just one week ago, my sister got married. She did. Yes. Happy Massenburg wedding day. Yes. It was a wonderful day. Um, Lots of people came into town for various events and activities around the wedding. Mm -hmm. Many of which were not related to this wedding at all. Just people that came to Oklahoma City (laughs) for other reasons. And you came up with a new sandwich for the people. I did. To feed the masses. I did. Of the Massenbergs. Of the the Massenberg feeding. (laughs) Yes. Would you like to tell the people how you put this whole thing together? Thank you for asking. No. Oh. Well... I will, though. try to, but you're going to be disappointed with how I describe it. I'll tell it if you want. Okay. One of my favorite ways to shop is to go in with no plan. Yes. And to look and see what looks good when I'm here and what might I craft around it. Yeah. We were were in a time bind. I had an appointment with my man beautician (laughs) that I needed to make sure that I honored. Your your closest confidant? Um, No, not necessarily. Confidant? No. Just my... Didiot Square Dance Partner. You have he. You guys have been in a long term relationship. I do not care what you shallow, say. Shallow, shallow, long term, but shallow. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? How you? dare you? You don't even skate, bro. I do know that you have been seeing this man exclusively since 2015. How are you not going to say that's a long term relationship? I didn't say it wasn't long term. What did you say? It's not. He's not your confidant, right? Okay. It's not. Right. It's not intimate. It's just it's committed. Pretty intimate when no. he gets all up in your business on a physical level. Listen. No one's kissing. No one's, but There's a lot of touching listen, involved. No one's pants have ever been removed that you know of. <laughs> oh, I've known. Trust me, <laughs> because if anybody's going to take their pants off, it's me and okay. mine have. Always. I've never even unbuttoned the top button just Wait, as a threat. How did we get here? Your you're, you're supposed to be telling about the sandwich that I'm you created. I'm trying to tell about sandwiches. And okay. you're like, what about the sex novel? <laughs> Let's make it open Who door. Who knows what's going to happen <laughs> when we turn the mic off? I'm terrified. I am quite the prude in most instances, and I don't know what's happening next. Tell about the freaking okay. sandwich. So here's what it was. So who, I mean, who doesn't know what chicken cordon bleu is there might be a few people. what is it how would you define it what is chicken cordon bleu chicken cordon bleu is a entree <laughs> you don't know that involves chicken cheese and some kind of ham and yes. like you take the chicken breast you flatten it out well you butterfly it okay or you yeah that's the easiest you just you butterfly it and then you put cheese and ham on the inside and then you close it up and you bread it and you either fry or bake it or do a thing but effectively what you're getting is chicken ham and cheese cheese and they're white cheese not yellow orange whatever white cheese well and the cordon bleu yeah it's a french thing i'm sure because they spell bleu Mm -hmm. b-l-e-u instead of u-e so you made a sandwich i did inspired i called it Chicken cordon redneck. Yes, you did. I took croissants. Is that how you say it? Croissants? Croissant. 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 I don't know. Whatever. Those coily things. Um, Made of butter and dreams. Butter and dreams and unbuttoned pants. Oh, okay. I took those. I took those. I cut them open. I took... Yes... Absolutely redneck chicken strips. 
Yeah, they're the good kind too. Battered from, right and from fried, the deli bar. From the deli, they're hot. You yeah. can get them at a gas station. That's how good they are. Yes. They're delightful. Uh, I did that. I did a slice of provolone. Yep. A slice of Swiss cheese in there. I put a little mustard on there. I put Black Forest ham in there with it. Mm. Then instead of like a, a mayonnaise, mm-hmm. I put coleslaw. Oh yeah, in it. It was a delight. Everyone literally was just borderline mind loss yes, over the people praise. Were sobbing at the table. The, yes, <laughs> sobbing, trying desperately not to unbutton their pants. That part I don't know why, but that's part of what happened. Yeah, it was well received from toddler to premarital adult. <laughs> Good. Everyone loved it. I'm going to start describing all my single friends as premarital. premarital I, think that's, I think it's powerful. Um, because the only other time you hear, hear premarital, at least in, in Christian circles, is sex, yeah. premarital sex. Yeah. And so it feels racy. Yeah. I'm going to – can I say one thing about racy? And I do not – You can say all the things about racy. I do not want you to elaborate on this because mm. you will make it so much worse because no, you and I, I experienced to. it together. Yeah, we did. As part of the festivities for wedding weekend, mm-hmm. we went to a local – Oh boy. Tex-Mex You're chain. You're going to go here. I'm just going to say this. No, I'm not No, don't make it explicit. Don't make nope, it gross. We're going No, Kyle. We're going something deep into this. The people are not prepared. They are. It's already the E episode. Okay. We have to. We went to a local Tex-Mex chain restaurant <clears throat> for a gathering mm-hmm. with the people. Yeah, we did. Who were in town for Matt and Emily's wedding. The we, Massenburg Union. <laughs> Okay. That's what I. We, that's how I've called it in my social media circles. We, as the locals, were running a little late and uh, got, got there fashionably, fashionably late. Everybody else was out on the patio enjoying their tacos and burritos. We were the last ones in line. Have of, you, wait, <laughs> have you ever heard the adult nursery rhyme, taco burrito? Yeah, what's that in your speed? I've heard it from you. That's okay. the only place I've heard it's it. It's a good one. Okay, feel free to use it, everyone. You don't even have to cite your source. Okay. Um, we were separated from the wedding party by quite, by a, a kids, a girls softball team had come in to celebrate their victory. We, yeah. we, like, we, like pre high school. Yeah. 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 Like literally at middle school, I would say yeah. premarital, premarital pre, children. <laughs> okay, yeah. They're celebrating a softball victory. Now that would be largely irrelevant to the story, except for the fact that directly in front of us, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I'm still traumatized by this. Okay. Yes, as we all are. There were a grown adult man and woman. They were obviously a couple. And the man of the couple, he was talking to his, I'm assuming, wife, although they could be boyfriend, girlfriend, no, no, or they were lovers. Married. They were married. Okay. He would say something to the wife, and then I just noticed like, this in passing. He would lean over and ear whisper it. Yeah. And then he would... He did a like little pat on the butt the first yeah. few times. It was like, just like a little pat on like the butt. Good game, bro. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That kind yeah. of a gig. Yeah. Now, Kyle, you and I have been married for a long time. We're not uh-huh. prudes by any means, but we are definitely, and I mean definitely, not PDA people. We're not public fondlers. No, we barely hold hands in public. Yeah. People yeah. would be like, "Do y'all even know each other?" Right, bro. Well, and then I'm like, "Did you ever procreate, bro? Did you share our five kids, bruh?" <laughs> yeah. But we are not PDA people. <laughs> do you even make babies, bruh? Now listen. What? Look, do what you do. I'm love what you listen. love. Yeah, well, like, yeah. Some people are PDA people. Sure. Okay, that's yeah. great. That's fine. That's n- whatever. 
that's not us, but I can, I'm not a prude. I can, I can handle some displays of affection. Okay. So the little pat on the butt every now and again. Yeah. But we were in line for like half an hour because the place was packed. It was extensive. And they only had one girl, bless her heart, work in the register. No. Yeah. That was not bless her heart. That was <laughs> well, curse, curse this facility. Bless her heart and curse everyone else in line because the butt fondling, for lack of a better word. It's. It, it escalated. escalated in a major way, in a major way, in that with each pat, oh it became both slower and more cuppy, mm-hmm. and it moved towards <laughs> the prime meridian. I hate it so much. By the end of, by the last quarter, if not third of the trip through the line, he was just straight up tapping her, <laughs> her booty hole. As the twins would reference it. Yes. It was a This was not very... even after dark. No. This was not like post-bar no. closing. This was like at six o'clock at night. Nobody was drunk enough to justify this. They couldn't was... even get up to the front to get a drink. It was fully daylight. There were literal children present. Many children. Yes. Many children. I hated it so much. It's one of the more wrong things I've experienced in public. The first, When it first started happening, you and I looked at each other, we were kind of like, oh my gosh, like these well, guys. Well, it was like, Whoa. Did, did, that, yeah. did that really just happen? At first we were like, oh, okay, did you see what I saw? I saw yeah. uh, did, did I go cross-eyed? Did- By the time we got to the register, you and I were like... It was practically a porno. We needed to be medicated. I I needed a, at least a rinse-off shower. <laughs> I felt dirty. I felt dirty just from what I'd seen. It was one of the most. I, I've, we're not being as explicit as we could be, but like it was, truly, it was so disturbing. It was quite invasive. It was very invasive. I'm a hard person to offend, believe it or not. Yeah. That was offensive. Yeah. <laughs> we got out to the patio. <laughs> We didn't even know. We couldn't even, like, talk to each other because right. we've been through this, we, like, yeah, battlefield we had, experience. Yeah, we sat at separate tables. We literally did because it was like, what did we just go through? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I have a new appreciation for veterans of <laughs> any format. That was that was a horrible thing. That was a memory from the wedding weekend for sure. Over the wedding weekend, our youngest child, who is a dictator in the making, uh-huh. Began to tell anyone who tries to tell him what to do, you can't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what oh, to do. Right. Don't so tell me fans of what Lost to do. Yes. To hear John Locke say, you can't tell me what to do. This has been yes. recreated in our child. Yes. It's your fault because you're a Lost fan. It, I probably indoctrinated him in the womb. In utero without yes. knowing it. Yes. I think Which we did a do a Lost rewatch while I was womb. pregnant with him, possibly, it's, or when he was a baby. I don't know. Um, he believes the sun, moon, and stars exist and revolve around, exist for him and revolve around him. That's accurate. So he did have an interaction with Daisy, our oldest, who is a premarital adult. <laughs> premarital adult. Thank God. Do you want to relate the story? Because you saw no, it no. happen in real time. You go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. Well, um, he had been, Daisy was minding him as we sat on the back patio, you and I, and visited. Daisy was sort of minding him in the house, mm-hmm. and she gave him an instruction. And you heard him pop off with, you can't tell me what to do. And then he tried to come out to the patio and tattle on her yeah, yeah. for trying to tell him what to do. And you said, no, no, no. You listen to Daisy's instructions. In fact, you go tell Daisy 
that you're sorry that you said he don't clouded tell me what up. To do. Yeah, I thought it had been a successful communique. Yes, he clouded up and went in to do the thing that no one wants to do, which right. is to apologize. Yeah, but he he seemed like he understood and he was going to go tell Daisy, "I'm sorry." I said that. So we mm-hmm. overhear, because the door wasn't closed all the way, yes. we overhear him say to Daisy, <laughs> Daisy, you say sorry. Yeah. Dad said you say yeah. sorry. <laughs> Such a little jerk. Ugh. That child, that child. I have to put a picture in the Awesome Today group of him from over this past weekend yes. because it's the best picture of it a kid be, ever. It will be a special revelation. Yes, it will. For Awesome Today members. If you don't want to miss out, join the group. Yeah, just, It's worth it just for the picture, then you can cancel. It's true. It, cancel at any time, no obligations. <laughs> just, it's worth it. I won't search. even go into it, but it's like one of the most accurate things ever. Yes, search Awesome Today on Facebook. You'll Oof. find us there. Okay, so I like to pose hypothetical questions where I'm like, hey, yeah. if you had to do this, if you had to would pick you rather, this. Would you rather? Well, AJ's the queen of the would you yeah, rather. But you do it. you do it equally, but in a softer format. Well, I like to pose like questions of like, if you had to do this, then what? And so you and I love to talk about liquor and Mm -hmm. booze and spirits just like the appreciation of it we've had literally hour-long conversations about yes how different spirits are made the flavor nuance blah 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 yeah yeah what creates what yeah what we like what we don't like what we're okay with so i took it back to basics um, a couple of days ago and i was like hey if you were telling a person who grew up as you and i did with very little exposure to Liquor specifically, not just beer and wine, but to liquor. And they were like setting up a home bar for the first time, but they didn't know where to start. And so they wanted to buy some approachable Mm -hmm. things that people will like that they'll like, but that they could also serve to their guests. I kind of said like, so what from each major category would you choose? And you were like, stop talking right now. Put it in your notes. We'll talk about it on Awesome Today. And then you kept talking. And I feel like... Well, I did say this. I would say Tito's has to be in your home bar no matter okay. what. Okay, and what is that? Vodka. It's a vodka. Why yes. explain why you like it? Why you think it fits this thing? I didn't know I liked, nay, dare I say, loved vodka mm-hmm. until I had Tito's. Okay. Tito's is an American-made vodka made in Austin, Texas. Keep Austin weird, hashtag. Um, or hashtag keep Austin weird. Yes. I feel like the hashtag comes first. I know I how it works. I don't know a lot. I was being ironic. About this electronic culture that we find ourselves in. <laughs> I know how the hashtag works. I was being silly. But Are you sure? What's not silly is Tito's Vodka, which... Nice prior, segue. Yeah. Prior to t- tasting Tito's, the only vodkas I had had came with a strong hairspray. experience of hairspray. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, some people like it. Some people mm-hmm. just expect it with vodka. That's well, fine. You throw some tonic water and some lime in there. There you go. You don't even notice yeah. anymore, right? You're like, you know what? Give me one for each hand. It, yes. I'll be back in a minute. That's right. Tito's is the Iocane powder of vodka. It is. It is odorless and it is tasteless. It is so smoothly drinkable. You can drink it straight if you wanted to. I don't recommend, but you could. Well, it's not like exactly a sipping vodka because it doesn't taste like anything. But there's no flavor nuance. I mean, what are what are you after, and who are you if you have European? If you're drinking Tito's out of the bottle, if you have European heritage, <laughs> specifically in the for, the former Soviet Union, these are these are a people who love a a. Vodka for shots. For shots. Exactly. 
uh, or maybe even sipping, but definitively shots. So ultimately what I would say about vodka is yeah. when it's, what it's intended to be yeah. is a neutral. Exactly. It's the perfect neutral. Which means, no, I don't, I don't even taste hairspray. That's exactly. a bad vodka. Yes. And definitely something that you'd need to mix, whether you're making right. screwdrivers with orange juice or yes. lime and tonic or whatever it is to make it more approachable. Yes. Yeah. But there is the, definitively this category of neutral, and it's valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, so even as we began talking, I like couldn't, I couldn't even ask you the question before I was beginning to answer and saying, I think every home bar should have Tito's in mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't like vodka, if you have, if you're entertaining in your home and someone even just wants a vodka tonic or just like a simple vodka based drink, mm-hmm. it's the perfect one to reach for. It's superlative. And at the right price point, it's not a high end. I'd call it low medium price. Yeah, Totally. Yeah, for, for a vodka, there are others. Yeah, that can fit the bill. Um, believe it or not, the Irish have brought, or maybe it's the Scots. I don't know. McCormick's, mm-hmm. which is a Irish. quadruple filtered something yeah. rather. It's a vodka, and it's it's decently low hairspray taste. It's it's when it's been distilled violently and not aged or anything else, you get that that hairspray impact. If you can hear Nico coughing in the background, he's fine. He's recovering from RSV. Yes. It happens in our, and to him a lot. Okay. Um, now, let's. you just take off from here. I have thoughts. Okay. You have thoughts. So, I mean, categorically, when you're building your thing, right, your, yeah. your thing being your liquor cabinet or cabinot, if you're French, no? Cab de trou. Okay. That, I just made that up. That's I, not a French word. It sounds fine to me. I'll buy in. Um, you want to cover the the different facets. So there's whiskey with no E. There's whiskey with an E. Mm-hmm. There's scotch. There's bourbons. There's all these Rum. rums. There's all these different things. Yeah. Right? Every, every country before the world began to feel more global had a means of fermenting the excess of whatever they had to yeah. preserve so that it didn't just waste. Mm-hmm. Um and so you have distilled spirits that are made from an excess crop of wheat, of corn. Mm-hmm. Corn being typically what's identified with bourbon, of uh, rye, of barley, and often it is the scotches and that area of the world and the things that they create that is from barley. Yes. Within each of those, you'd want to find, if you're just building this original thing and from the perspective of sharing it with others, mm-hmm. you'd want to go with the most approachable, the least niche. Yes, exactly. When you look at the world of scotches, and I think this probably is the neatest explanation of the perspective that I'm trying to share, mm-hmm. you have many different regions that contributes something in the name of scotch there. Yes. Some of them are peated. Some of them are not. And peated is a, is a means that uh, literally what they do is they dig up earth that is inundated with roots of grass yeah. and things mm-hmm. from a, a marsh, a bog. Sure. And they burn it. Yes. Yeah, and they use that to smoke. Yeah. They don't literally the barley. The smoke. No, no. Well, they might, yeah. but they use that to smoke the barley beforehand. Mm-hmm. And so a peated 
a peated scotch is going to have a smoky influence on it. Some far heavier than others, but you go too far and you get into a niche there that may not be acceptable, palatable to anybody other than somebody who's been exposed to this and decided, oh, I kind of I like this niche area. Yeah. So to go with something lighter, and typically this would be the Highland scotches, you, you get a lot more citrus, a lot more yeah. fruit, a lot more just light, bright yeah. flavors, like a Glenmorangie. Yes. Which I, I believe is how they pronounce it. Yeah. So I think you should have a Glenmorangie yeah. for your approachable scotch. I think, personally, if you want to push the envelope a little, get your Artebeg 10 in there. Yeah. It's going to be way peatier. Maybe I'm just partial to it because I love it. But if you, you could, want someone who's like, I really love scotch, you want to serve them. You cannot go wrong with Artebeg 10. I don't think so. I don't think so. Now, you could go with a Lefroy. You could go with, uh, what is it, J&B. Um, there's, there's a million different opportunities. And, and all of this is a function of defining, in my drink, do I prefer something a little bit sweeter? Right. Or a little bit sharper, a little bit something, right? Yes. So when you get into the world of bourbon, which is a U.S. This is this is our contribution to the world of liquor is bourbons. Mm-hmm. You might go with um, a Maker's Mark, yeah, or totally oh, a Woodford roses. Woodford Reserve. And Four Roses, yes, but it's very different. Okay, so Four Roses, I don't get the sweetness from Four Roses really? at all. Not in comparison, okay, to those other two. Okay, um, these are all very. Budget friendly, your mid to low mid tier yeah. drink. In fact, Four Roses, I would argue, is maybe the higher end of low tier cost. Really? Okay. I didn't know I had such expensive tastes. Oh, well. Your your high class white trash. There we go. Maybe I don't know. Right. Uh, that's no insult. I kind of like a trashy gal. So we have five kids. Did we mention that? You you sample through these things and you can you can build. You want to try to grab something from each, and maybe you also feel the necessity to include some gin. Yeah, in the mix, and you should. And what did we find? Well, there's a couple. Like for an approachable gin, okay, mm-hmm. your basic gin. I think that your Uncle Val's botanical. I don't. I don't know if that's nationally available or not really i just know we see it at our place that we go well what's what like boodles or something like that is like a standard i didn't like boodles boodles is boodles tangeray yeah um what now i'm drawing a blank there's there's plenty of vastly globally available yeah things i feel like plymouth gin yes is something that's not restricted regionally that's available, but specifically when it within it, what did we find? The there's the naval strength. The naval strength. It's like what? What was that? Fifty, a- fifty a- some B- odd percent. Yeah. ABV. It's stronger because the navy needs a stronger drink. Yeah. Apparently. You're trapped on a boat with a bunch of people. A bunch right? of other people trapped on a boat. Yeah. And you're like, hey, I need a drink. Yeah. It's stronger. And that's where. So just like rum is notoriously associated with pirates, yeah. gin is notoriously affiliated with the seafaring folk oh, really? of those across the pond from okay. us. I did not know that, but I will say we've been deeply enjoying Plymouth Gin. They had, they had a daily gin ration, mm. even, for the sailors. Okay. They're... 
their military, as it were. You are the rum king. I love rum. If you were telling someone who's stocking their bar what rums to include, what would you say? It's a diverse place, mm-hmm. as simplistic as it sounds. It's a diverse place. What are, what are you going to do with it? Are yeah. you using it as a, as a mixer? Right. Do you want a sipper? Do you like spiced? Do you not like spiced? There's this whole quandary. Um, believe it or not, I, I tend to like just the garbage Bacardi, which is out of Puerto Rico, yeah. theoretically. Um, white. Yeah. It's Bacardi they, Silver, I think, is your favorite. They, right? yep, they, they distill it pretty harsh. Mm-hmm. They age it for like a year minimum, but probably they're not aging that for any longer than a year. And then they charcoal filter it afterwards to remove, honestly, any. It's almost like a neutral, it's almost like a vodka in that regard. But you get a hint of sweet yeah. from it. Yeah. Now, if you want a true sipper, maybe you go with a, what was it, Kirk and Sweeney's? Kirk and Sweeney. Kirk and Sweeney, uh, something. Kirk Sweeney, Kirk and Sweeney. I think it's Kirk and Sweeney. Kirk and Sweeney, and I, that's got a little bit more age on it. It's not white. No. It's got a little color to it. It's delicious, though. There's, there's a myriad of, of different, and, and ever, anywhere you'd go, the Caribbean is the home of, of rum distillation. Anywhere you go, you're going to get a very, just one island to the next, a very different perspective of what rum is yeah that's true when you're looking at jamaican rums you're looking at something that's got some funk yeah and flavor to it um it is not white it's right. uh it's a pot stilled it's they actually purposefully grow bacterial cultures and weirdness in there for flavors um every region's different every region is going to make it a little bit differently and and fascinatingly by country of who the island is affiliated with because that's unique to the caribbean Mm -hmm. even still you have every country in the world represented there within the islands um it's going to differ vastly so you got to kind of sample your way through there to figure out what you like what you don't if you want a sipper if you want a mixer whatever it is you're after i think when you're setting up a home bar like you're thinking about two things what do i want to have on hand that is good for mixing or just Mm -hmm. for entertaining Mm -hmm. and then also what do i like to drink yes and if you choose the biblical perspective after all the first miracle of christ if you will where he turned water into wine and everybody commented this is better than the wine they first served you're supposed to serve the good stuff first and then the bad stuff after everybody's half drunk yeah well that's kind of how you walk through building your cabinet too what is it that i'd want to provide that I think is unique, at least to me, in whatever stage I'm in, as I've tasted it and experienced things. And then, so that would be your sipper. And then what's perfectly fine or a hair better than that as a mixer. Yeah. Or as a taste bud. Yeah. Dumbed down sipper. I don't know if I ever answered a question fully there or not. I believe you did. I believe you did. But the packing up to the gin. That Plymouth Gin Naval Strength, that's really good. It's really tasty. That's what I filled my flask with. Yes, that's right. Snuck booze into the wedding. So yes, so I bought you the flask because Uh we knew that they were not going to have an open bar or cash bar at the wedding, and so I got you a flask that you did and put did indeed put the Plymouth Gin. Because let's be honest, I'm not generally speaking, in colloquial terms or otherwise, a tolerable human. 
but if you'll put a little booze in me to smooth me out, I'm I'm far more approachable. Yeah, especially when you have to be around a lot of people. Yeah, thanks for agreeing with that instead of being like, no, everyone loves you. Everyone loves you. I was counting on you to <laughs> help prevent my ego from being bruised. And, okay. And you failed. <laughs> Um, our oldest child is gone for a while. Two weeks. It's too hard for us. I can't even talk about it. Did she text you yesterday? She did after I'd gone to sleep. (laughs) She is way far away from us at camp for two weeks, Oklahoma Arts Institute. The uh, drive out there to drop her off was so long. I'm not used to leaving Oklahoma City city limits. I felt like I was driving to the ends of the earth. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got her dropped off. We got her checked in. She's very excited to be there, but we're going to miss her deeply. So if we're in tears by the time you hear next week's episode... We'll only be halfway through. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, in the meantime... No, no, no. I'm not done yet. Okay. I want to talk about this. About Daisy being gone? Well, about the situation. Okay. I want to know other people's feedback. So the camp that she's gone to, in Oklahoma terms which is a state that was only later declared and given away in a foot race. (laughs) This is an old camp. It's pretty old, okay? It's been going for a long time, longer than I was in high school, and that's pretty old. Pretty old. Pretty old, because you're you're no spring chicken. (laughs) I'm on the cusp of 45. It's it's a unique setup, and we were talking about this quite a bit pre-recording. So as she checked in, she was sharing the room with three other humans. Yeah, with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like just randos off the street. Right. Yeah. Three other, three other girls her age. Yeah. Sharing a room, two beds. That means every bed has two strangers in it. Yes. Two occupants. They've never met before. Never met. They Hi, get- my name's so-and-so. I hope you like to be Big Spoon. <laughs> they intentionally put you with people that are not from your school and not from your discipline even. So she's yeah. there for orchestra, but there's kids there for chorus and piano and photography and writing and all kinds of arts. We, we discussed that in our youth and maybe even young adulthood, both of us had been in situations where we've shared a room, mm-hmm. but that neither of us have ever shared a bed well, and with, a, with a stranger. Yeah. We've never shared a room. Oh, well, early college, we would have shared a room with a stranger, but never a bed with a stranger. I want to know what people's thoughts are on this. Creepy? Hello, nice to meet you. Let's do an interesting yeah. thing, <laughs> which is sharing yeah. a sleeping space together. By the way, I sleep nude, or whatever, <laughs> right? Yes. What I want to know the weirdness feedback from people. Please do tell us. Uh, who's weird? Am I weird? Are you weird? Is everyone else weird? I don't know. Whose team is who on? I want to know. Let's find out. I'm curious about this. What should the people do in the meantime? Well, you keep trying to cancel the episode. I'm not trying to cancel. I'm trying to be a good producer. Well, we skipped last week because of the wedding. Yeah. So I feel like we have the need to produce extra content. Oh, we're already almost half uh, doing an episode and a half. That's that's incorrect. That's incorrect. Okay. I'll say it again because you didn't speak, and I I know that dead air is not an ideal (laughs) thing on a podcast. I'm just going to let you do the math. That's incorrect. I did the math. I looked. Okay. I squinted my bad eye so I could see out of the good eye. Yeah. And we're not overboard anyway. You're plainly, you've checked out already. So 
I do, honestly, I really do hope that everyone has an awesome today. Would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.